Well, there's no question it's been an interesting Hanukkah for Dove Lippman. Uh, Rabbi Dove Lippman, of course, um, wh- whether a member of Knesset or not, and I say that with the greatest of respect, because whether he's officially in the government or not officially in the government, he is always fighting um, for everybody, but especially for the Anglo-Jewish community in Israel, especially for new olim in Israel or people who are trying to become new olim in Israel, and certainly during this period of the last almost two years, fighting for people to get into Israel, whether they be uh, whether they people people who want to make aliyah, people who want to uh, just visit, people like us, frankly. Uh, and by the way, as we introduce him, let me remind everybody that Yadla Olim, the uh, organization that he founded. Uh, specifically to help people with all these issues. Um, and you can get information, by the way, at yadlaolim.org, the only organization actively advocating for global jury and Israeli immigrants in the halls of the Knesset. Uh, right now they're in the middle of their cause match campaign. And they are almost at the halfway point of what they're trying to raise, their $250,000 goal, with uh, about a day and a half still remaining. So they are in the midst of a very, very successful campaign. Call out a vote to everybody around the world who's supporting Yadla Olim. And again, you can go to yadlaolim.org, Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M.org for information about the organization and obviously the donate button and the crowdfunding button is all right there for you to get involved. Rabbi Dove Lippman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you again. And good luck with the campaign. Looks like it's going well, and I know a lot of our listeners take a great interest in what you're doing, and I hope they support you. Well, it's been it's been an incredible few days. We we didn't plan to have our crowdfunding campaign <laughs> on the exact day that Israel banned anyone from entering the country. So whereas I expected to spend my days, you know, reaching out to people asking for funding, I actually spent Mote Shabbos up all night, uh, didn't sleep, uh, helping people, guiding people, as was my entire staff. Spent yesterday morning at the Knesset in committee trying to adjust some of these rules, and we'll talk about that. And now we're getting down. To to actually reaching out to people, but it really has been phenomenal to see over 1,100 people wow. uh, reach out and donate as we get towards 50% of our goal. And, and everyone should understand that the, the goal here is to be effective. In other words, we need to hire more staff. We need to be have greater infrastructure due to the amount of people that are reaching out for help. And we have a full agenda way beyond just corona travel to adjust policies related to Olim, related to their families, and related to actually Jews all around the world. So yeah. we're looking forward to finishing this campaign, reaching the goal of the 250000 and then really being able to move forward both with corona travel help and also with our full legislative agenda. All right. Um, and it's no secret. I'm very open with my audience when it comes to this stuff, especially over the last couple of years. We, we give too many details sometimes, but, it's, but m- most people at this point already know uh, that we have a trip planned next week, a very, very big broadcast trip, and you know what those broadcast trips are like for us. You've been part of them. Uh, we have a very big trip scheduled for next week. Uh, I'm trying. You're one of the people, obviously, uh, you're at the top of the list, of the people I've uh, reached out to just to try to get any information. Is there any information? And and if this exceptions committee, which frankly has let me in during COVID, right, first-degree relative and members of my staff who were deemed uh, quote-unquote important enough you know, to be in Israel to, dis- to discuss and promote certain causes. Those are basically the two exceptions that we got in under in the past. Do we have any idea if those rules and regulations are going to remain the same? 
So when they announced the ban, they did not take into account any of these exceptions. It was just a total ban. Anybody who's not an Israeli citizen is a tourist. Finished. And I reached out to the chairman of the Long Constitution Committee, a member of Gilad Kariv, and I explained to him what was happening. He couldn't believe that the government, and I'm not blaming anyone. They were dealing in a panic mode, dealing with a variant. And I understand, you know, I'm not the one who goes to sleep at night with the right. health, uh, the well-being of all Israelis on my shoulders. Right. But they, they, he couldn't believe they didn't take into account any of the things that you just mentioned. And we had a committee hearing yesterday morning where I raised two issues. Issue number one was exceptions. Uh, that what is the process? What are the rules? What is the criteria? Uh, what is going to be included? Will we go back to the first of relatives? Will we go just to smachot and, and weddings and things like that? But what, what does the government want here? That's number one. And how does one get that exception? And then number two, we raised the issue of visa holders, people who live in Israel, uh, residents of Israel, students. There are a lot of yeshiva boys and seminary students who went home for whatever it is, and now they're stuck and they can't come back in. We raised those two issues. And to his credit, I really, you know, sometimes we joke about the, the Knesset being a place where things can't get done and a circus and whatever other terminology you hear. It was a very productive hearing, and tomorrow morning uh, he has required the government authorities, every single ministry involved, to come with their recommendations for what the exceptions are going to be. I'm already in touch with him behind the scenes lobbying for more than I believe the government is going to give, and we'll see tomorrow morning exactly what the rules are, what the exceptions will be, and what the process will be to uh, ask for those exceptions. So there is some light at the end of the tunnel in terms of immediate news for those who are desperate uh, to come to Israel. Will it include a trip, uh, a wonderful trip of your kind or the like? We have to see, and we'll see how that plays out tomorrow morning. And, but you'll know that answer by Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. In other words, you'll, you'll, let, you'll be able to let me know uh, in, in a day or two whether Sunday night's flight should be postponed or not. Yes, I will. But one thing I also wanted to keep in mind is the immediate uh, science that they heard about this variant was very scary, right. and they reacted based on that. I'm already seeing more and more data, and the government's analyzing it also, which is taking them away from that immediate fear. So even if tomorrow, let's say they say, we're only allowing people to come for a wedding of a first-degree relative or a birth of a first-degree relative or the like, that doesn't mean that we're going to stop there, because as time goes along and they perhaps realize the variant is now what they thought it was, we do want to work things back to the way it was before, where let's expand it now to first-degree relatives, and then let's go further and, and see if we get to a point where we can open up again. So I, I do believe that we, you know, there was an immediate reaction of slamming on the brakes and closing the doors, and, and thanks largely uh, to our advocacy uh, at Yad Olim, where and others as well are certainly involved in this process, we are going to hopefully see a gradual uh, reopening or loosening of the rules as time goes along. All right, so now I'll ask you, now I'll ask you the big question. Is it possible that the regulations of last week, meaning 24-hour PCR test, uh, even a rapid um, uh, you know, PCR when you get to Israel, etc., that we were just starting to get used to, is it possible <laughs> that in the next few days we might be back under that system again? 
I don't think it'll be in the next few days. I don't think in the next few days. Uh, things take time to change and, <laughs> and, and, and until people are sure. Uh, but I do believe that it's everyone's goal to try to get back uh, to that point. Uh, but again, the first step for us, I mean, I have to be honest with you, Nachum, I get, I get these messages and imagine. it really breaks your heart. Uh, yep. People who uh, are desperate to have family members with them, whether it is for a wedding or if it is for a birth or it is for other situations. So uh, those are, that's the priority. The priority is what they, what they call here the humanitarian right. uh, cases. And then from there, we'll, we'll move beyond that. Look, you know, obviously I know that, understand that, and of course that's the priority. Just, you know, just, you know how it is. We're anxious to get there. That's all. As, as so many other people are, that's all. Uh, and, and of course, we've got a specific, uh, you know, time slot carved out, but uh, we can't expect the Israeli government to operate on people's individual uh, schedules. What can I tell you? But th- the fact that you're even alluding uh, to uh, a possible, you know, easing of these restrictions is positive news. Because remember, they only started locking down over the weekend, so or, or started the whole process over the weekend. I don't even think it became official until late last night. So the fact that you're even discussing easing of restrictions is pretty positive for the first 24 hours of this whole thing. There's no doubt about it. This whole period has been so fluid and dynamic, and that's been part of the anxiety that everyone has had. I think yeah. people can almost deal with an outright uh, ban one way or the other more than right. uh, you know, right. confusion. Right. And, and yes, no, I, I don't know right. how to plan. What do I do? PCR test, yes. Right. Leave work, don't leave work. That, that's been part of the anxiety here, and I know that you right. know what used to be such a joy for everyone, which was just booking your ticket, getting on a plane, and coming and enjoying Israel, has really become a, a hardship. And uh, we certainly want to do our part uh, to try to ease that. Information really helps, just giving clarity and, and having people who can walk you through it. Now, I have to tell you, the number of people who have struggled, you know, the basic entry form at this point is not so complicated. Right. But when people are stressed and they're nervous and they're fearing doing something wrong, they have a very hard time with it. And we have a wonderful team that sits and just holds people's hands as they go through it because it's become so anxiety-filled. So that's going to continue for a while, because even if they do open up, there's going to be forms, there's going to be rules, there's going to be quarantine, there's going to be that element until, uh, for quite a while, and it might become uh, something which exists for longer than we would want, but there are people, and this is what I want everyone to know, there are people, certainly we at the other limb, that are advocating, that, that want to help, that want things to change, and, and there's no one in the Israeli government who, who's trying to do anything malicious, they're just coming from a place of, they have to protect the public health in Israel first and foremost and we're just trying to help them find that balance. Rabbi Dove Lippmann, and, and by the way, the most poignant thing that you said uh, so far this morning, is, as, as simple as it might sound, is that sometimes it's better to just be told a definitive yes or a definitive no. But when I text you and you say to me, don't cancel the trip yet, that might be that might be the worst feeling of them all. You just you you stay in that state of flux where you just don't know what you know what the next day will bring. But as you said, hopefully in the next day or two we will have some more definitive information and uh, you know get to a point where uh, at least people will know exactly what they need to do if they want to get in. Will everybody qualify? Probably not, but we'll see who does and who doesn't. Simple as that. Um, Yadlo Lim has a, 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 a fundraising campaign going on as we speak, a crowdfunding campaign, everybody. Uh, we recommend that you uh, continue to support the work of everybody, Dove Lippmann and his staff, a lot of great people who are advocating for a lot of important things. And now, with this whole situation, you could add the, uh, uh, the American and, and other tourists from the diaspora that they are helping out 
uh, during this whole situation and likely are going to continue to do so for months and months. This is not, you know, there's, there's always going to be some type of restriction or some type of red tape that's going to have to be cut over the next few months. Uh, hopefully it'll only be the next few months, but there's always going to be something. Uh, you can go to yadloolim.org, Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M.org and donate to the campaign and help them reach their goal of 250000 uh, by the deadline tomorrow and uh, allow them to continue to do this amazing work. Uh, Rabbi Dove Lipman, anything else you'd like to add, sir? Just uh, everyone just has to know how badly we want everyone to come back here, really. It's, it's one of these things where it's so hard to see how people love Israel, support Israel, yearn for Israel. And it's, it, it, I, every night when I go to sleep, I try to think about that part of it also because there's so much anxiety and frustration, but it's all based on how much people want to be connected to Israel. So uh, hopefully everyone can just keep holding on to that uh, enthusiasm and inspiration uh, about Israel and, and as things open up, as things close, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Let's just keep uh, strengthening uh, one another, and just and just really recognize how blessed we are to live in a time uh, where we do have a Jewish state and where we do have Israel. And as I've been telling people all along, you know, let, uh, let these be our struggles. You know, this is this is our struggle right now is how to how to comfortably get into Israel. Yeah. And I would choose that over what our our ancestors had to deal with, with for two thousand years. And hopefully, that perspective can help people get through what is definitely a difficult time. Well said on this chaf. Tetbe November, and well said on this first day of Hanukkah, a day of uh, of miracles that uh, uh, that is so meaningful to the Jewish people. And yes, you are right. Now, with a little bit of diligence and a little bit of adjustment and a little bit of advocating, things can work out. Thank God, we hopefully will not need any of the miracles from above to make this happen. Hopefully, we'll just need a little diligence and a little assistance to get people to Israel as soon as possible. Uh, I thank you. By the way, what percentage of uh, of um, of uh, uh, of students uh, in the United States right now who are in our uh, yeshiva system, do you think know what Chavtet November is? How many of them? How, what percentage do you think are aware of of what Chavtet November is today? Well, well, let me say this: I graduated high school in 1989, and had you asked me, I didn't know the answer to that question. So, I'd... so uh, just going back to that, I, I don't know, and that's sad because there's no doubt that it's just uh, you, know, you watch the video of the people keeping count as they're going through, and as my Rosh Hashiva Yaakov Weinberg said, what greater open miracle can there be than the Soviet Union voting in favor of a Jewish state in the land of Israel, and then trying to get out of it like the very next day? Um, it, it, you, know, you have to step. You have to open our eyes and see these miracles. And I believe that our students and our children can be inspired uh, to love Israel and be inspired to uh, embrace their Judaism if they understand the magnitude of these events that they're now blessed to, to live the fruits of. So uh, hopefully, uh, more and more can learn about it. But I can tell you, Nachum, I did not know. Well, I I am glad I asked the question because what you just said was so inspiring, and I hope it inspires others to uh, to look it up and to research and to understand the important dates in modern Jewish history. Uh, Dov Lipman, a big big hatzlacharaba uh, uh, on the campaign yadlaolim.org. Everybody give generously and thank you, thank you, thank you. Not just for keeping us at the Nahum Siegel Network in the loop about whether we're going to make it to Israel, but helping thousands of people try to get to the Holy Land as soon as possible. Thank you so much, and we look forward again, like I said, to seeing everyone here. Bezrat Hashem. Bezrat Hashem is right. Monday morning broadcast. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>